Welcome to today's bread reading. My name is Matthew Persley, and I'm one of the pastors here at Park Hill Church in San Diego. We are in our fifth month of practicing bread together. Bread is the way our community reads the scriptures together daily. For centuries, the family of Christ has referred to this practice as Lexio Divina, or in English, our divine lesson. A message from God that teaches us how to live as a part of his family. In order to slow our bodies and minds to encounter and abide in the love we share with God, we are going to begin by praying the Lord's Prayer together as a family. Prayer engages our bodies, our mind, and our spirit toward God. If you need to, close your eyes or open your hands in a posture of receiving. Put yourself in a position where you can engage God in a way that will not allow the possibility of awkward interruptions or distractions. This is a special time with you and God. Let's begin. Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who have sinned against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Now with your Bible, your journal, and a pen, let's begin. Bread is an acronym. We begin with the letter B for breathe. Continue to remain still before the Lord. Put your feet flat on the ground. If you are not already, consider facing your palms upward in a posture of receiving. Take a moment and breathe. As you become aware of God's presence, let each breath be a wordless prayer of gratitude to God. God, thank you for this breath of life. As you breathe out, release to him the cares and worries of your day. Now we move to R. The reading today is from 2 Corinthians 9. As we read, write down a word or a phrase that catches your attention. If you find yourself especially moved by God's words, feel free to pause this podcast and take any time you need before we're starting. 2 Corinthians 9. There is no need for me to write to you about the service to the Lord's people, For I know your eagerness to help, and I have been boasting about it to the Macedonians, telling them that since last year you and Achaia were ready to give, and your enthusiasm has stirred most of them to action. But I am sending the brothers in order that our boasting about you in this matter should not prove hollow, but that you may be ready, as I said you would be. 
For if any Macedonians come with me and find you unprepared, we, not to say anything about you, would be ashamed of having been so confident. So I thought it necessary to urge the brothers to visit you in advance and finish the arrangements for the generous gift you had promised. Then it will be ready as a generous gift, not as one grudgingly given. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver, and God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. As it is written, They have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous in every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. This service that you perform is not only supplying the needs of the Lord's people, but is also overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God. Because of the service by which you have proved yourselves, others will praise God for the obedience that accompanies your confession of the gospel of Christ, and for your generosity in sharing with them and with everyone else. And in their prayers for you, their hearts will go out to you because of the surpassing grace God has given you. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As we move to E, encounter, take the word or phrase that you wrote down and reflect. Pray and ask the Spirit why it stood out to you. Spend some time in God's presence, ready to encounter Him. Once again, you can close your eyes and place your palms face up in a posture that is ready to receive. Collect your thoughts and write what you think God may be teaching to you. Next, A for apply is meant to move us from what God is doing inside our hearts and minds to what he wants to do through us in our work, our school, and our communities. What area of your day do you desire to see God move? What is an encouragement from this text that God may be asking you to do?
Let's finish with devotion. Turn your posture toward God in gratitude, worship, and love, inviting Him to enter your heart. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Thank you for walking through this practice with me. I look forward to reading and praying with you again tomorrow.